0: This is the Creative Soulpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Demas. Let's go. The other day I got a DM on IG, that's Instagram, from an acquaintance and he said, I love your posts. I'm a closet woo-woo person, which got me thinking about this idea of coming out of the closet. Like he was in the closet about being woo-woo. And it is a process, my friends. In 1989, wow, that's a while ago, I came out of the closet as a gay man. And this was not a great time in history to be out. And it was the height of the AIDS crisis in the middle of the very conservative first Bush administration in the United States. But I decided I could no longer pretend to be something I wasn't. I was tired of denying my authentic queer self and needed to live in the truth. Now, at the time, we didn't say the word queer. We've since taken that word back. (laughs) This was 25 years after Stonewall. and I told my best friend, Nicole, first. I remember sitting in my parents' living room on our overstuffed 1980s floral print couch. They were gone, they were out of town, and we had this clock on the wall. And I remember looking at the clock.
1: Twelve twenty six. Twelve twenty-seven. I was summoning up the courage to tell her twelve twenty-eight. And I took a deep breath and I did it. I had
0: this gripping fear. Of rejection. Now, she could not have been lovelier, couldn't have been kinder, couldn't have been sweeter. She told me she loved me, it did not matter. It was everything that you could possibly want and need to hear. And it's interesting because now
1: my 18 year old self could not have imagined what
0: has happened, couldn't imagine getting married or having a presidential candidate. There's so much to honor and celebrate in this gay pride month, 30 however many years later. And whether you're queer or not, there is another closet that exists. And yes, this is the one that I'm speaking of is that woo-woo closet, otherwise known as the spiritual closet. And... You know, I've gotten used to hushed murmurs regarding transcendental experiences. I've gotten used to people pretending that mystical experiences don't really happen. I've even gotten used to being made fun of for my word of the day, gratitude sharing, pranayama, meditation practicing self, right? I got used to it over time because I'm a spiritual being on this planet enjoying a human experience. And, you know, I bet, when I came out as spiritual, again, it's a process. It was about as surprising as when I eventually came out to my parents that I was a gay. They were like, uh-huh, now what? 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 what else do you have to tell us? And no matter what your religion or how you identify, as humans, we are on the quest for personal growth and self-actualization. That in itself is a spiritual experience. So why do we denigrate it, right? Why do we use the derogatory terms like the aforementioned woo-woo, to discuss things that fascinate, but we don't fully understand? The research and study of the natural world is science. The research and study of the human experience is spirituality. We are energy. Everything is energy. Science explains that. So again, I ask you, why are you scared to come out as spiritual? If you are. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already curious or maybe you're fully out. But what does fully really mean? How far do you offer yourself? Do you share yourself? Do you share your story? Many astrologers believe the age of Aquarius. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Musical theater fans out there. Any other geeks like me? The age of Aquarius began in 2012 when the March equinox point moved out of the constellation Pisces and into the constellation Aquarius In its infancy. There is a revolution taking place in front of your eyes across the globe. Spiritual issues have moved front and center shifting into a new paradigm. There is a movement that crosses philosophies, religions, nationalities, And even, yes, gender and sexual identity. East and West thought is converging. And yes, love can end the division and suffering in the world. I still believe that. I know you're thinking, are you out of your freaking mind, Nick? With all this divisiveness in the world right now? However, fear is the opposite of love. I know that's simplistic. But what we are witnessing and partaking in is the remnants of the age of Pisces, which was primarily about power and authority, which is why we're coming to the end of that paradigm. And it is the same in your business. Nobody wants you power. Nobody wants your power. Nobody wants your authority.
1: They want you to step into truth. Step into light to be a thought leader. And there's a deep
0: wound here that we must heal. It's called the witch wound. And it affects so many of us soulpreneurs. And this is where it gets tricky. When we say, oh, well, I'm fully out, are we? Have you healed this? Maybe there's been a massive existential fear when it came to sharing spiritual messages. It may even feel irrational. Like you might be dying after you posted or went Facebook live. Anybody felt that way? Like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. What did I just do? There is a very, this is very much a divine feminine repression. And it isn't about woman or man. It's about pushing down the
1: divine feminine energy.
0: And here's the thing, the answer lies in this witch wound. The witch wound is a psychic trauma after millennia of invalidation, disempowerment, and abuse. The patriarchal culture has systematically invalidated the divine feminine gifts like intuition, collaboration, emotional intelligence, healing, embodiment. We all know these because most of us that listen to this podcast, most of us that are part of this podcast, Teach these things. And the witch wound appears when any spiritual person has the audacity, has the strength to put themselves out there
1: as an authentic, intuitive, powerful, and yes, witchy human.
0: It's multi layered. Let me repeat that. Like, coming out as gay, it took time, and it took personal inner work. First, I came out to Nicole, then other friends, then coworkers, and finally my parents. And it's the same with coming out as a spiritual
1: healer, teacher, and thought leader. It takes time.
0: In fact, I didn't come out fully as a—and fully, again, here's that word—as it's an evolution— Until several years ago, maybe five years ago, I came out to my parents that I was a medium. And I sat them down and I said, there's something I need to tell you. And I said, I have spiritual tools, spiritual gifts, and I can speak to the dead. And (laughs) my dad said, well, damn, I've heard it all now. And my mother said, you know, your grandmother had visions. And I was like, wait, what? No, I did not know the grandma had visions. And we had a whole conversation about lineage, about energy. And my mother said, oh, oh yeah. And you know, my best friend who lives next door, well, she has visions too. And I was like, okay, mom, we'll think of it that way. I have visions. And what struck me by that was that when I opened the door, the closet door, both times, when I was gay, coming out as gay, when I was, i still gay, when, <laughs> when I was coming out as gay, and when I came out of the spiritual woo-woo closet, I was open, I was, thankfully, and I know this is not everyone's experience, but I was embraced. Now, when I go online, I'm not always embraced, Right? For either thing, there are two things that I get the most negative comments about. The haters or the whatever you want to call them that come out. Trolls, there's the word. They attack my sexuality, number one. And number two, they attack me for being spiritual. And it, it takes a certain amount of resistance, resilience. It takes a certain amount of resilience.
1: You have to truly believe in your own power and in the power of source. And here's the thing. All of this gets even more triggered when you charge for your gifts.
0: It gets even more triggered. Is this resonating with anyone? Anyone? Because choosing to start a spiritual online business and make money with your gifts is choosing a different way than society likes or that they're accustomed to because we are pressing back on the witch wound. We're pressing back because this witch wound holds us back from wealth, not only financial wealth, but in the quality of friendships, in relationships, the internal life
1: and through shame, through guilt, from feeling that we're never enough and what we do isn't
0: important enough and maybe we shouldn't be paid for it. It is this trauma that's stored in the psychic knots in our energetic bodies of thousands and thousands of people that came before us. It's in our DNA. It's been passed down. Like I was saying with my mom and the visions, it's passed down, but so too is the wound. These people that came before us, they were hanged, burned at the stake, they were drowned. And this was only a few centuries ago. And they were hurt and killed for working with herbs, for following moon cycles, for meditating, for trusting intuition, for a different way than patriarchal society. And a reminder, it's in your DNA. And while we are no longer likely, can't say this completely 100%, but likely no longer to be killed, the psychic triggers, that fight or flight response in us, it's still in us. But we have the power to change that. And it is so important And is why I strongly believe in my community of soulpreneurs supporting and lifting one another up. To leaning into the stories. So when their triggers arise, which is their their internal stories, they can feel them. They can lean and encourage each other. Speak truths. And, and, this is a big and, charge their worth. Because the parts of yourself you are hiding, your audience needs to hear.
1: And you need to tell once you're through them,
0: once you've done the work. Because I didn't come out of the closet, either one, until I did some work. Got to do some work.
1: And by work, I mean play.
0: <laughs> so, yes, come out of the closet. Declare your passionate, creative, loving, inner work, studying self, and the The spiritual revolution. Be
1: the thought leader that your audience needs.
0: This is a little like preaching today, wasn't it? I kind of got onto a pulpit. You're welcome. Thanks again for joining us on the Creative Soulpreneur podcast. Let me know. Let me know how you're stepping out. Can't wait to see your social post, your email blast, your Facebook Live where you fully step in and share yourself. See you next time. If you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends, please rate, write us a review and subscribe so we can spread the word and other solopreneurs just like you
1: can find us.